Welcome to Blood Moon Milk, the astrology podcast that used to come out every new and full moon to help guide you on your mindfulness, meditation, and manifestation journey. This episode is all about the 12th sign of the zodiac, Pisces. Sorry, it's really dang late, y'all. Life has been pretty crazy here in my world since January, and it's really, truly the first time that I've had a chance to stop and catch my breath. Also, it seems kind of like the entire world is falling apart right now and could use a little extra light and magic. So here I am, better late than never. I'm your host, Aurora. Join me as I go over the traits, mythology, and insights of the sign of Pisces and reflect on the energies surrounding the transits of the new moon as well as the full moon in Virgo, which occurred this Pisces season in 2020. But first, I know things are super wackadoo with everyone dealing with the fallout from the COVID-19 outbreak and the fallout from all of that. So I'll also look at bigger transits in the sky to help garner some insight and understanding to world's events we're currently all living through, as well as also to try to find some future date where things will start to ease up again. But before we get started, let me first apologize to all the Pisces listeners out there in podcast land. I didn't mean to get this far behind on things, but life sometimes happens and other things just got in the way. And it was kind of this personal comedy of errors where at first it was just like a day or two and then it snowballed and... Lo and behold, now I'm working from home for the foreseeable future, and I finally have some bandwidth to get back to this. So I'm excited to be able to finally strike this off of my to-do list, but also it is a little bit bittersweet. I can't tell you the number of times I've started to sit down and write everything I wanted to say about this episode of the podcast, Um, and then... You know, for some reason, I just had to pause and put this in the back burner yet again and change course and change focus. Um, So I'm sincerely sorry. I've been working on blood moon milk now steadily, uh, except for the last month or so, for two years without a break. And as a solar Sagittarius, sometimes I'm prone to biting off more than I can chew out of a sense of optimistic ambition. But for the most part, I feel that I've managed this podcast pretty well, along with the social media side of things and the website and personal astrology reading appointments, in addition to holding down a full-time job and a personal life. Um, Well, I guess all that manifestation work I've been practicing over the last two years has started to pay off in a big way because now I have most of the things I wanted, but they've just been demanding a lot of time and focus, at least until recently with the coronavirus outbreak. Now I have a little bit more time on my hands. Um, But, you know, when you manifest something, uh, you're kind of telling the universe you're ready for more, right? And then more shows up and more shows up and asks for your attention. And, and it doesn't always ask nicely. Sometimes it's very demanding. So that's kind of um, what's been going on in, in my world. Um, it's not really an excuse, but I've never been this tardy on getting an episode out before. And I just needed to be honest to get that off my chest 
and um, to say thank you also for still being out there, still listening, still reaching out. Um, so as you may have guessed, this is the last episode of Blood Moon Milk, at least for the foreseeable near future. Um, I feel like I've grown so much over the last two years, and I need to enjoy where I've arrived at uh, currently and just reconnect with my creative self and venture forward with new projects. That's not to say I won't still be open to doing events when I'm invited to take part, and I'd love still doing private one-on-one -on -one readings when I'm booked, um, and also during this coronavirus outbreak. Um, I'm willing to do uh, over-the-phone or uh, video chat um, readings as well, so if you're really wondering when this is all going to kind of shake out for you, or if you want some ast astrological uh, insight to your life, feel free to reach out. I'll probably be open to um, bartering or even uh, reducing prices a little bit in light of everything that's been going on, so things might be a little bit more affordable than they used to be. But I also just wanted to say um, thank you to everyone who's listened and um, been involved. And even if you've just, you know, listened to me wax poetic about astrology at a party or um, have just been one of my friends who put up with me talking about it a whole lot over the last few years, you know, thank you for your kindness and your support because um, this has been a, a hugely fulfilling personal project of mine. And I, I don't intend by any stretch of the imagination to just curl up and, and not do anything, but I sort of just need to take a, a moment and figure out what the next thing is. It might actually be a book about astrology, um, but keep checking up on us on social media and over at the website, bloodmoonmilk.com. Uh, for the foreseeable future, the Daily Dose is going to continue. It helps me to kind of meditate and navigate these astrological times and it makes me feel good to provide a service and so if you'd like to take advantage of that that's still just five dollars a month very affordable and that's available over at the daily dose um, tab on the website at bloodmoonmilk.com if you head over there you'll see it in the tab so enough of me chitter chattering i'm sure you're interested in all things pisces so let's get right down to that Let's go ahead and kick things off with a piece of music from Camille Saint-Saëns' 1886 suite of music, La Carnival d'Animaux. This is the movement Aquarium.
Pisces is the 12th and most advanced sign of the zodiac. It's the third of the water triad, which also includes Cancer and Scorpio. Pisces is a mutable sign ruled by the planet Neptune in modern times and Jupiter anciently. So we should also look at the condition and placement of Neptune and Jupiter when considering Pisces energy transit interpretations. Mutable signs are the signs that precede change. And as such, they make us long for and enjoy the changing of seasons, but also are more adaptable and go with the flow, so to speak, than other signs. This generally makes them easy to get along with as they are adaptable to others' wills and desires. Mutable signs can appear as wishy-washy when they don't fully stand in their truth and represent their heart's true intention. But usually, intuitive Pisces knows when it needs to let go of others' ideas and expectations to move forward with their own true destiny. However, there can be a fair amount of escapism when it comes to Pisces. After all, it is ruled by Neptune, who rules all things subconscious and unseen. It's represented by the fish, swimming in two opposite directions. This symbol is said to represent a cycle of birth, life, death, and rebirth, or reincarnation. An ending of a cycle, heralding the beginning of a new cycle. Fun fact, Pisces is also thought to rule the feet. Well, Pisces is all about manifesting what it is that you are focused on. If you can become aware of your focus and then shift your focus to what is desired versus whatever personal horror may have recently befallen you, you are then in the driver's seat of your own destiny. Pisces is all about the unseen and is ruled by your subconscious. Your focus is the clue from your subconscious about what you are currently working on manifesting. So if you don't like it, shift your focus and watch your own world improve. Your mentality is your future reality. It's represented by two diverging forces, again, sort of symbolized by those fish going in different directions, which can represent our unconscious wants and desires and the way we perceive them by casting our focus within our daily lives. Unhappy in your relationship? Try focusing on the first good thing about it and see how suddenly you start to feel better. Notice where your attention went. If it went back to a moment or a feeling in the past you particularly liked, try to re-experience that feeling again internally. Try to put it on like a friendly warm sweater that will allow you to be enveloped in its warmth.
that was Weezer with Undone. And you know what? This podcast is about to become undone a little bit. Just hold on to your seats. So, um, we're back. And actually, it's been a couple of weeks since I sat down to record the first part of this show. And I know that I promised to talk about the Pisces new moon and the full moon in Virgo. Um, but so much has happened in the world since then. It feels almost silly and like old news to talk about that. So first of all, my apologies. I have totally, totally dropped the ball. Um, there's been a lot going on in my life personally and in the world. And also with me, astrologically speaking, that has contributed to this. Um, so my deepest, sincerest apology to all the Pisces out there who have been waiting patiently. And so here's my offer to you. If you listen to this podcast and you were really bummed out uh, not to hear all about Pisces season this year, um, email me uh, at bloodmoonmilk at gmail.com and I will do your chart um, and interpretation for free. Uh, just tell me you listen to this. Epi- tell me you listen to this episode, and I will email you all the stuff as my personal heartfelt apology. And um, yeah. So with that being said, um, and out of the way, like I have been since January, things have been crazy in my work life, and they just sort of have snowballed and snowballed and snowballed, and um, I. Like, things were really good, just taking up so much focus and energy, um, and then things just came to a screeching halt because of the COVID-19 crisis that we're all experiencing currently. Um, And that is part of the reason why Pisces was so late um, and getting developed, and now it's almost Taurus season, and here I am thinking about poor Pisces from, you know, earlier this year. Um, and to be honest, Pisces season has always been kind of a drifty, dreamy time for me personally. I have my Jupiter and Mars placements in Pisces. So when Pisces sun comes around and hits those natal transits for me, I just get really like drifty and sort of out there. Um, is a, I usually take a vacation, uh, that time of year, um, just because I know that's how I feel around that, that time of the year. Um, but this year things have just been different. Um, and for a lot of reasons, um, but let's just suffice it to say that I went from being so busy where I was producing and writing and directing and editing multiple television shows, uh, getting ready to interview some of the world's best known conductors and musicians and, everything just came to a screeching halt. So it was a factor of multiple different things that have all combined to poor Pisces just not getting what they deserve from me this year. So that's why I'm offering that to them. Send me your uh, birth chart information and via email and I'll, I'll get back to you. I, I truly do respond to everyone who messages me personally on Instagram or via email. Um, But with that being said, I still wanted to finish out this episode with something. But, like, I have been working on this episode for months, and every time I sit down to do it, something 
some silly thing has like popped up like in literally in the middle of me recording this and it's sort of been like the universe being like nope 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 not yet not today this isn't what's going to go on um and i've had to kind of listen to that and deal with that um i mean it was everything literally from just being tired at the end of the day and not having much bandwidth to work on another creative project um to suddenly um my apartment complex had decided to do a bunch of up like building update work um to where I live and suddenly there was like 80 contractors literally crawling up and down the building uh pressure washing painting jackhammering it was like a construction site right outside of where I record and so the I was just like I had to kind of give up I was like well I can't felt I can't record um much less like sleep here um because they they were going like all hours it seemed like and they started really early they went really late and I just couldn't think um so that led me to not being at my apartment a whole lot and then because I wasn't near my stuff it was hard for me to like make time to go do that um but anyway and then Mercury retrograde came along and like everything broke. Like my phone died, drowned a ter- terrible death because Pisces, Mercury was in Pisces. Um, so of course my phone, my thing where everyone communicates with me died a watery death. Um, and this is pretty typical of Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde in Pisces for me is rough. My natal Mercury is in Scorpio. So it's trine uh, Mercury retrograde in Pisces. So it usually it works out to be a good thing for me but in the moment like it's not pleasant it's not fun to deal with um so how that manifested for me this time around was my phone uh got a bunch of water dumped on it and was like swimming in a like basically a purse full of water for about 30 minutes and uh died right before everything went into lockdown um at least for me at work i mean we were sent home in the middle of march um and here it is early april it's april 4th as i'm finishing this episode up now this episode that i've been working on for like two months which is ridiculous um because anybody who knows me knows how fast and efficient a worker i am especially when it comes to uh creating content um but you know quality content but uh it just didn't happen right now and so that leads me to another thing i kind of wanted to talk about was um transits and houses in astrology so back in december i had a shift from having a lot of planets in my 11th house um which the 11th house is all about big groups and organizations and humanitarian work uh, to moving into my 12th house, which is very private. And it's like, I didn't think when I saw this coming that it would affect me the way that it did. But I can share with you that it has led me to just want to be a very private person without a whole lot of a social media presence, which is sort of in direct conflict <laughs> to this project, um, which... I know it's not good for the success of this project, but it's just the way I feel. And I have to honor that. I have to respect that. Um, that That doesn't necessarily mean I want to go away or want to disappear. It just means that my energy is flowing in a different direction right now and being externally visible 
and putting a lot of efforts and resources into something that doesn't feel personally fulfilling um, just, you know, isn't going to be the thing that I, I feel motivated to put my energy towards. But I've been wrestling with this guilt around it. Um, so again, my apologies. And I wanted to just um, say this isn't goodbye. I'm going to do something else with Blood Moon Milk. So stay tuned. I don't know what it's going to be, but it, I'm probably going to go dark for just a little while. Um, but I'll come back. And I'm always available to you if you have any questions about astrology um, or would like a session. I can do them via Skype or over the phone um, or Zoom meeting, and I can uh, walk you through all these crazy things. I will say, looking at the major astrological transits this year, uh, we've got some massively impactful ones happening. Uh, namely the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction and the sign of Capricorn. And this is a big deal because Jupiter and Pluto only conjunct once every 13 years. They haven't been in the sign of Capricorn when they conjuncted, uh, I want to say for, it's possible, for, it's been a, over 100 years. Um, I believe... It was 1918, the last time these two joined forces. And, you know, what's kind of chilling when you look at that um, is that that was the year that the Spanish flu was so devastating. And here we are again, um, looking at the coronavirus crisis. And it's affecting and impacting every aspect of our lives. Um, a lot of things are moving into the sign of Aquarius, which is all about uh, large groups of people, humanitarianism, and forward thinking ideas and technology. And I think these themes are going to be the things that kind of help us mitigate and manage um, the effects of that Jupiter-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn. Well, why is Jupiter and why is Pluto being in Capricorn on top of each other so important? Um, well, like I said, it's a slow-moving transit. Pluto has the last say in any argument. He's the slowest moving, he's the slowest to make up his mind, and he is one of the most powerful energies we have to work with in astrology. Um, he's also called the Grim Reaper for a reason. He is the lord of the underworld. He's incredibly wealthy, so there's opportunity here, if you look for it, uh, to make a substantial bit of money. Um, but... Uh, I think you need to let your, your conscience be the guide in how you do that um, because profiteering just off of an unfortunate situation brings negative karma in some ways. Um, just make sure that whatever you're doing is, is helping to serve people and not take advantage of a negative situation. But Pluto also being the lord of the underworld rules viruses um, and Jupiter as I've said many and many a time, if you've listened to the podcast over the years, um, he likes to expand everything he touches. So when Jupiter and Pluto get together, the death toll tends to be higher than normal. Um, I mean, people, yes, normally there are people who die from things like the flu and car accidents and, and all kinds of things. But this 
virus is a special case, similar to how the Spanish flu was a special case back in 1918. And what is, um, you know, more alarming in some ways is that Jupiter and Pluto conjunct three times this year uh, because of Jupiter's retrograde pattern. So they'll be touching base and making a big fuss together because that's just who they are. You know, they're in, in uh, Greek mythology, they're brothers. Um, and so when these two get together, they have a lot of uh, familial history, if you will. And that kind of um, energy brings a lot of either jovial feelings, which Jupiter is, you know, he is the party king. He likes to drink. He likes to uh, carouse with the ladies. Uh, and Pluto is also quite obsessive and passionate in his own right. He loved his, he loved Demeter so much he stole her from uh, the surface of the earth because he was so, you know, obsessive about his love for her. Um, so it's going to be a, a hugely intense, passionate, and potentially devastating energy that uh, affects us over this year with the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction happening three times. And let me tell you the dates of those really quick. Let me pull them up. Those dates are April 4th, which is, oh, that's today as I'm recording this, of course, because I've been living in a a self-quarantine world and days just sort of don't seem to matter anymore. That's today. Cool. Good to know. Um, So looking at that, we've got... um, Let's see, we have the moon, sesquisquare, uh, we've got Venus, semi-square and square, quintile, the sun, the moon, and Mercury, respectively. Uh, the sun is quintile, Mars, and in conjunct the moon. Um, there's a lot of squares and negative transits happening. Um, we've got Mars, square Uranus. Uh, we've got Saturn, square Uranus, and... So that's a lot of surprising conflict coming up today uh, to exacerbate this major, major, massively important Pluto-Jupiter conjunction. And then we've got, coming up in June, June 30th, we have a conjunction again of Jupiter and Pluto at 24 degrees Capricorn. We also have Pallas joining them there. Not exactly conjunct that day, but very close by, also at 24 degrees. Jupiter and Pluto will be at 24 degrees 7 minutes, while Pallas will be at 24 degrees 39 minutes. So it's ever so slightly ahead, closer to moving on into uh, Aquarius. We also have Saturn right there at 0 degrees Aquarius. And as I said before, the last and first degrees of any sign are the most tumultuous, the most like crazy shit happens during those degrees because there is something that needs to be said uh, by the universe and it, it just kind of makes things sort of spontaneously combust, if you will. Um, that day, though, on June 30th, we see a few more harmonious aspects happening. Um, but so we've got the, we've got the sun sextile uh uranus and trine the moon that's a nice that just will make sure that the day feels lovely um the moon is trying the north node so kind of know whatever is happening that day is pointing us in the right direction um 
We've got a lot of by no vials happening and some septiles, but there's, you know, just conjunctions all over the place. So it's Jupiter's conjunct, uh, well, it's conjunct Pluto, obviously, uh, but it's also conjunct Midheaven. Well, Midheaven is moves around, but um, depending on whose Midheaven you're talking about. But Neptune is sextile Uranus, which is nice. And, um, but those conjunctions and, and uh, oh, also the, yeah, there's the moon is in opposition to Uranus. So really all this means is that <clears throat> the, the North node is important because it says that these events are working towards our destiny and urging us to grow, but growth is often painful, right? Um, but I think the energy is going to feel a little bit nicer that day than it's feeling right now while recording um, in April, on April 4th. And then lastly, the last conjunction we have with Pluto and Jupiter will come in November. Uh, on November 12th, Jupiter and Pluto will be conjunct at 22 degrees Capricorn. So they've both gone retrograde a little bit. Um, and they're meeting up yet again. Um, and that, uh, looks like it's going to be a spicy day. <laughs> Just in general, we've got Jupiter square, the moon, we've got Saturn square, Mercury, we've got Venus square, Jupiter and Saturn, and Mars is square Jupiter, um, and Uranus. So... November is going to be rough, or at least that day in November is going to be rough. It's it's just, and there's a lot of oppositions too. Like when you look at the asteroids, uh, I mean like Vesta and uh, Ceres will be like near opposition from each other. Like one is in Virgo, but the other one's like in early Pisces. So yeah, you guys, this year is going to be crazy. I am looking forward to... Uh, like whatever comes next but in the meantime um social distance yourself stay clean uh stay safe and work on meditating um i'm probably not going to be around on a monthly basis for the foreseeable future to help kind of guide you but listen to those past episodes um i can also recommend some books uh I love the book Moonology by Yasmin Boland. She was really inspirational to me when I first started my journey. Um, and she has a lot of good meditation prompts in there as well. Um, but also subscribe to The Daily Dose. I am still writing that. Um, every day, Monday through Friday, and on the weekend, on Friday, you get the weekend edition. Um, it gives you a little nugget to help guide you and give you a heads up for what's happening that specific day. It's only five bucks a month. Um, and it does help support the making of this show, even though the show is changing, there's going to be something happening. I just don't know what that is yet. Um, I want to take this time with all these plants in my 12th house to kind of reformulate what that might look like. So when things move into my first house later this year, like closer to December, um, hopefully I'll have a better idea of what that looks like and what that means for me. Um, and this project in the show. And in the meantime, 
until I know what the hell I'm going to do, you can always reach out to me at bloodmoonmilk at gmail. Go to the website, bloodmoonmilk.com, uh, or follow along on Instagram at bloodmoonmilk. Uh, I can't say thank you enough to everyone who's listened and supported me over the years. Um, this is not goodbye. This is a farewell and I will see you soon. Chase you around like a bitter fool Sometimes I go dark Blocked by the world You shine so bright on the other side Giving light to the earth When the morning comes too soon Cause I am the moon So far, your distance unkind, and I'll keep on staring till I go blind. And the morning comes too soon, cause I am the moon. But every once in a while, we lock in the sky like lovers. Just for a moment I cover You up and we're intertwined I'll hold you tight Just for the time when it's done Just for the time we were one We kiss and we say goodbye Chase you around like a bit of fool. 